what is going on everybody and welcome back to gamer credits this is going to be level 12 let's introduce the players player one bp yo yo kid ready to go man how about you oh man i think about the same honestly i think about the same good good let's do it <laughs> all right then we got player two star child what's going on I don't appreciate that level of energy coming from um, BP. You know, not all of us <laughs> was able to catch up on some naps today. So, eh. but how's everybody doing? Everybody is in the uh, audience. <laughs> I think they're doing pretty good. You know, I think yeah, I'm hearing them. I'm hearing them kind of like cheer out now. So you know, it's yeah. all, all as well. All as well. Oh, B BP's hearing voices now. Nice. Yeah, man, always, yeah, man. man, always. Oh. Anyway, then of course you got player three. It's your boy Kid Dream. So uh <laughs> before we get to these great topics, uh does anybody have a gaming moment of the week? Man Um I made MVP in Overwatch, you know, first time in how, uh, how many years I've been playing that game? Oh god. First time that's... ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What was it like eighty four percent or something like that? Um on fire, match on fire? I don't even remember the stat. I just remember the MVP part. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> you just take a picture of it? Stuck on it. <laughs> oh, nah, man. Uh, um, I should take a picture. Nah, I just wanted to feel how um, BP feels every night, and I know how it feels now. So it was it was amazing. Fun fact, okay. BP has never gotten 84% match on fire. So, you know, just throwing that out there. Mm, not yet. That's <laughs> the thing, though. I like that. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's coming. Just like last last episode, it's coming. We'll see. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, except this time, you know, we saw with over um, Outriders, which leads to my gaming moment of how frustrated I am. Um, uh -oh. Yeah, basically uh, a repeat of what happened last time, essentially. But this Wait. time, I didn't get any loot. I was gonna say, then the game it. crashed. It did, but in this oh. case, I finished the expedition tier fifteen to be to be um, accurate here, and uh, yeah, the game kick me out or crash no loot so spend oh. all that time all those minutes you know essentially for nothing and for uh nothing for nothing and once, i will let kid actually hmm? i said fool me once shame on me fool me twice you know that's yeah that's on well, me I, no i, I did i did reverse Is yeah you did you did it's okay <laughs> i think the audience knew what you were getting at hopefully yeah man so i think that you <laughs> might want to retire that game for a little bit till they get those patches put you know, put out there yeah 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 as a matter of fact i'll let kid uh share his gaming moment because i'm sure it's about that right or do you have something else that i don't know about you know, it it was going to be, but I figured you was gonna you were gonna make yours about it. Outriders, <laughs> so I figured let's not you know beat a horse while it's down. Ooh, um, let's let's do that actually. No, nah, I'm joking. Go ahead. Uh, I, I see. And, and I, my second backup or my backup was going to be Resident Evil Village because uh, that's I play a little bit of it so far. I am enjoying it, but I think uh, I think what I'll give my game moment of the week is actually going to be. Um, Hood Outlaws and Legends or something like that. I think is what it's called. Hmm. Uh, new game that just came out uh, earlier this week. I think on Monday or whatever. Um, so far, it's uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, thankfully, a coworker actually bought it for me as a gift. So um, nice. I've been playing with him and his people, and uh, it's been it's been we just were playing a few minutes ago, and it was uh, it was pretty fun. It's definitely uh, the last little bit definitely gets uh, tense and stressful because it is like PvP, and so it's uh, a. <laughs> 
could be a wild ride, but it, I think that's what I have to give it to. Nice, nice. A little disappointed you didn't give it to Village, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, you know, I I want to play some more of it because I I am enjoying it. It is a, so far a good game, and um, I uh I do like the uh, tall vampire lady. She's definitely a good good part about the game. <laughs> this is not that type of show. I'm man. about to say, excellent ah. job. Good on, it, on that clean version there, sir. Excellent. Oh, you know, the show. Let's talk about the topics today, right? So, it's been, what, a little over a month? Or almost a month? Since uh, Mortal Kombat, the movie, has come out. Um, and so, basically, the first topic we wanted to kind of touch on is how do we feel about um, more video game movies, more video games getting turned into movies? Um, because, obviously, we just had Mortal Kombat. Before that, we had the Monster Hunter movie. Um we are getting oh you know, yeah uh, i forgot that was a thing <laughs> yeah it yeah. was <laughs> uh we're getting uncharted um pretty soon um oh god what else are we getting i'm drawing a blank I mean, those here. are the main ones really oh uh the um well that's gonna be a series the last of us so that's technically oh. not a isn't uh, that supposed to be a series yeah that yeah. i think they're making a resident evil movie oh that yep that too that's right so netflix uh, joint isn't one. it yeah with netflix okay. Um. Oh, we just found out that uh, Ubisoft is making the Division movie. Mm-hmm. So, oh, right, I right. I forgot okay. about that. Um. So we're seeing, and there's a lot more. We're drawing blanks right now, but uh, <laughs> essentially, um, I guess the first topic or first point to kind of bring up is how do you guys feel about that? Like, do you guys want more video game movies, or do you not want these at all? things I'll let, I'll let star handle that one first um <laughs> my whole argument is not to critique the mortal Kombat movie but i do want to say two things about it <laughs> because it's relevant right now it's the only like this the actual video game uh, movie out at the moment so if you're gonna do a video game and try to apply real world uh, mechanics and try to make it seem real to the audience make it where it's not supposed to be believable but make it where it's actually doing fan service to the people who actually support the game they screwed up on this movie because they tried to make it two things fan service and then try to appeal to an audience that has never played the games before Mm. and so by doing so they kind of lost both audiences and I felt like the movie could have been greater, but it wasn't the worst movie. So I would say if you're going to make a video game into a movie, do it based on the fans. Don't try to attract or appeal to another audience because that's how these games or these movies fell. And that's that's my take. I don't want to I don't want to dig too hard on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I know some people liked it. I just want to say that stick to the audience that made the game popular and then the, and hopefully if you have a good writer, a director, you will make a great movie. So, okay. it, so does that mean you do want more video game movies? Or I, I would love more video okay. game movies, but they have to make it based on the fans. Okay. And uh, hold on to that because that's the second part. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, BP, what what you think? So, you know, it's it's really interesting because 
you know, a lot of what Star said, you know, I, I generally was with a great deal. In fact, you know, I kind of took it a pretty serious, especially that if you're going to go that route to make it, I mean, make a movie from the video game, you know, you really do have to cherish those elements of it that made people love it in the first place, you know, and, the, and those people, I mean, fans, you know, of those video games. Um, I, it's really tough, man. I, I feel like, you know, just to kind of go off his Mortal Kombat example, um, you know, I did take some issues with the movie itself. Um, you know, I don't really want to get into spoilers, but let's just say they very much did some things with it that didn't align with the environment or the actual, I guess, story of the game, meaning they didn't really, you know, like, for example, they didn't really, it really, really doesn't focus on the tournament aspect, which mm -hmm. that's what we know Mortal Kombat to be. So that was kind of a deterrent for me. Um, I mean, I will say the fighting was decent, but I only say that because I've seen plenty of fighting movies out there or martial art movies out there that were like just bleeps and bounds, like great. And it was just hard to kind of look at Mortal Kombat and say, oh, that was much better because, you know, I kind of seen it before. Or it was like, eh, you know, it was okay. Uh, so, but I will give it that credit that it did do well with the fighting, at least I thought, and some of the effects. Um, but I think overall, if you can just really put out something with a, you know, good story to it, um, you know, have some, you know, decent acting, you know, have some really cool, um, moments that can be a, a good throwback to the game and, and the elements in it, then, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I would definitely love for them to keep doing it you know they keep having movies uh, i'm sorry uh, yeah movies based on video games it's great um i would say that you know for those that they do clearly as a cash grab you know maybe not so much no nah. you know what i mean because like that, mario uh, brothers <laughs> yeah oh, yeah that was um i i don't know what that was man i mean i guess you call that it was, a cash that grab. was, cash grab. <laughs> was that was that solely cash grab or because i don't even know if they knew what was going on with it at the time I, they probably didn't they they didn't know <laughs> it's just it's just and i think that was a good example of like how you have um the ar argument of you know the production companies or the producers how they shouldn't really have too much of their hands into that project i mean obviously if you want it to come to fruition and you want to provide funding and all that great but you know kind of let the directors you know well at least good directors do their thing and not to really come in and say no it should be this should be that because i think that's a prime example of when, <laughs> what happens when you do that um but yeah i i think again if you it just the pat if the passion's there uh if the inspiration is there then sure absolutely bring them on but again you can always tell the ones that are just cash grabs and the ones that just they don't really care you know they don't care about the you know the story or anything so no well uh, uh I'll, I'll be the only positive one here because i actually like mortal kombat <laughs> thought it was I'm a great good. movie it is good points it did it really did i mean it, it just i don't know it's just certain parts about it like i look at the old mortal kombat like the very first movie and as cheesy as that movie was <laughs> it was really cheesy but it, it really stuck with the element of the game which was, you know, mainly the tournament and having the characters be in their, you know, in the right role and all that stuff and, and in the right roles, I should say. Uh, so that's why I kind of would look at that and be like, you know, I, I was appreciative more of that than I was of the newer movie with as far as the story goes, I guess is the best way to say it. Got you. Austin's of me. I'm sorry, kid. Nice. So, what nice. was it about? I'm trying to move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what was your your take on what made the movie great for you? 
it was just enjoyable. I feel like, you know, and granted, I I guess maybe that's what kind of separates us is uh, I've dabbled in the Mortal Kombat games and never, like, really been deep into the lore and history and, and uh-huh. you know, know all the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it, it was just it was just fun. I mean, every, what, 10 minutes, it feels like, there was another fight going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the gore was there. The violence was there. Uh, Kano was just every 10 minutes spitting out a one-liner that was just hilarious. I'm um, surprised he hasn't got canceled yet, but that <laughs> might happen. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just... To but be that, more... that, brings, that, that brings back to the point I was making. Mm-hmm. All right. No, I'm what was, sorry. What was that? I'm about to say, what was the point? <laughs> What's the point? No, nah, because I so Austin made a point where he was not big into the actual video game itself in the story. Mm. So this movie was kind of created for his audience, people who weren't really into the actual story of the video game, and that's why the game, well, the movie to me flopped because. It did not do anything for the fans, the ones that actually made the game so popular that it can even have a movie in the first place. Because there was a lot of elements in that movie that when you look at it, you don't feel like you're watching Mortal Kombat until the fan service parts kick in. And the fan service parts weren't enough for me to feel grounded in the lore of Mortal Kombat, the story. You know, and it's interesting that you're saying that because, and I'm really, really trying to remember where I heard this from, but it was basically somebody that came forward and said, you know, the way they can attribute your liking of the movie goes like this. If you care about the lore more than you do the gore, then it's not going to be for you. But if you're Mm -hmm. cool with the gore over the lore, meaning that you didn't really care much about the story, you were just in it for like the fatalities and the gruesomeness, then you would absolutely love it. And I thought that was a story. Yeah, but I, and I thought that was a good point, though. I thought it was a good point to say, yeah, I mean, because most of the people I came across that loved it, you know, were basically saying that, oh, what, you know, like when I asked them, what did you like about it? Oh, the fight scenes were really cool. Uh, you know, it was really gory. You know, it was really, you know, some really, really brutal, like, finishing, you know, uh, moves that were fatalities. done. Yeah, fatalities. There you go. Finish, <laughs> you know, you got it. <laughs> but, yeah, so they were kind of remarking on those things. And then the people who didn't like it were kind of like, we were having deeper discussions about it where I had issues and they clearly had issues and we really can kind of, we, we kind of rap on that and say, Oh yeah. The, yeah. They really did this wrong or they did this character really dirty. And you know what I mean? So I think that really had a lot to do with it. Yeah. But I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, kid. Yeah. You cut him all the way off and I just jumped in too. Like <laughs> We just took over kid like that. He's, we don't care. It's fine. I'm um, I'm used to it with y'all. Yikes! <laughs> but uh, to answer the original question, I uh, I am very much open to the idea of more video game movies. I think the more video games uh, kind of expand and grow out and become movies and TV shows and you know books and you know spinoffs, I'm all for it. You know, if it grows that universe, absolutely. Yeah, time up for it. Hey, some of those books, man, be amazing. I've heard, but you yeah, know, like I mean, Star Wars didn't start off as a video game; It was basically an actual movie. Mm-hmm. But there's so much with the lore that you can build so much more story from. That I think Mortal Kombat has that same type of um, foundation. Like, there's so much 
background stories that they can build so much more mm. that to me they didn't have to do a remake they kind of just took from the actual story and just made it into a movie like don't just act like mortal kombat the original never happened mm. no it happened just keep going with the story they but they didn't do that they try to do a remake and bring back the same characters that we already know but we we want to see what more the story can offer because I'm burnt out right now with the remakes. I, I just more Hollywood gotten so lazy, and I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't want to go on a rant. <laughs> but Hollywood has gotten so lazy with two things: nothing but superheroes or remakes or slave movies. I'm sorry, but that's about it. Like I'm okay. just I'm just done. You know, this there's too much material out there and they just say nah we want to stick with what we think makes money instead of just stick with the art and have and like make something that can last a lifetime so other generations can learn and make things because of how great this story was yeah i mean i well go ahead kid i'm sorry i was just saying all right no <laughs> i thought you were going um I mean, I, and I hear you. Um, I just want to go back to what you said about, you know, just continue on from the original Mortal Kombat. You know, I can because I can kind of see where that would be a little bit of a challenge because, let's be honest, that movie didn't age well. You know, especially... Me, it did. The, now, part two did not, but part uh, one did. I mean, listen, me and you, obviously, we can look at it and have a special place in our hearts for it. I mean, it's like looking at Street Fighter, and as bad as that movie was, it was so bad it was good. So you can kind of be like, yeah, there's still that charm. But, you know, looking at either, A, people who really didn't keep up with that, you know, like uh, in, in the newer generation, yeah, I don't I don't know if, you know, that'd be kind of a big ass to say, oh, we're just do, we're continuing, a, you know, a movie that came out like in the 90s. Uh, so go back and check that out if you want the full story. And it's like, uh, I don't know if they would really kind of want to do that. But just my thoughts. I mean, I could uh, be completely wrong. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. I'm... Oh. I'm done. That was it. <laughs> so real quick before you move on, do you guys uh, think if uh, they do adapt video games into a movie, should they stick to the, you know, script of the video game itself and kind of just do it as a retelling in the big screen or should it be more of his own original story and then real quick and then we'll move on to the next topic yeah that's a great question actually you know who did a great job at it and i'm not sure how many people played it but injustice injustice 2 they took what was stories based on the comic books, but they expanded on expanded on those stories before the game and added other characters that weren't even in the comic book for that story to grow this story. I mean, Injustice One and Injustice Two, those the stories that they told were to me were better than movies that were made based on those characters. So, I, I like to say that. If you allow a director to have full control over their movies, I think we can see how more creative movies can be. But when studios want to have, you know, the executives, you know, look at how we can market things and, and, you know, all the business stuff that has to happen in the background. I think that's how these movies go bad, like Transformers and, and oh. other things. Like, it's just too many hands in the pot and the director loses vision because he doesn't have full control. Well, you like the first Transformers that was bad? 
I I liked how the robots looked. Ah, <laughs> uh, but that's that's all you would give it though. It's too many humans, man. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I grew up you. with a Transformer cartoon. They only had like three humans in the whole cartoon. <laughs> now this movie is nothing but humans, and then five seconds of Transformers fighting for some reason. Like, uh, okay. Uh, that's a common yeah. thing I heard from people, but I won't go into that because you know that's a whole yeah, that's a whole thing. nother. <laughs> but but I can understand that. Um, so what I think because I, I think for me I'll just answer just like straight off the bat. I never was one to want a uh, movie based off a video game where they took that same story, the exact same story, and then brought it to big screen. And the reason being is because. If I've experienced that game in the story elements, I, you know, that's that's what I know. So to see it kind of replicated on the screen again is kind of like, well, I mean, I played a game, you know, I, I, I seen the story unfold that way. And it was and let's be honest, much more detailed because you only have a set amount of time in a movie scope, you know, uh, mm. in the scope of a movie time, a movie running time, I should say. So my whole thought was, yeah. I wouldn't actually mind you, you know, just give you a perfect example, Resident Evil, which I know I'm going to get probably a lot of flack from that because there was a lot of people who took issue with it um, because it, you know, it basically skirted away from the source material uh, to speak, you know, from the first game. And, you know, people just didn't like that. And, I, and in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, but if you're a fan of that story, you know, chances are you know it. Would you really want them to retell that same story exactly as it happened in the game that you've already experienced? I mean, to me, it just feel, it would feel like a waste of time. Now, that doesn't mean that you take that property and just do whatever and just butcher it all, which I think people felt like Resident Evil did. But I, I honestly respected it because it took that chance to tell its own story. It, it, it kept the elements of Resident Evil, uh, like it had like the liquors from, uh, you know, the monsters from uh, RE2. Which you know that yeah, was pretty cool. Umbrella. I mean, mind you, the effects. You look back and you're like, "Ooh, yikes!" Okay, I, I I understand. But still, it was just a cool thing that they included that and the umbrella logo, like you said, that was cool. You know, and and it told its own story, and I appreciated that. I, I thought it was cool. And even later with the sequels, they had characters from the games that popped up. Mind you, they weren't as they were in the game per se, except for like how they look. But I just thought it was a cool thing, a cool concept to really just go with that. You know, versus just rehashing a story that I'm already familiar with from playing a game. I so, got a question. Yeah, I was going to ask Kit first, and I ask you next, BP. Yeah, well, I, I want to see all the Kit, actual... Kit's reaction first, but you can go ahead. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> Let me just throw this question out there now. Let Kit finish off because I'm going to forget it if I don't. So, <laughs> what video game movie was your favorite? Because there has to be at least one that we all can say hey, that they did this one good. So don't have to answer it yet, but just keep that question out there. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no, right? I'm about to do some research. Kid, you're up. <laughs> um, I I rather it kind of uh, deviate from the source material a little bit, kind of like you said, BP. I don't necessarily just want a retelling of the exact same story I just played two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um. So I wouldn't mind it to kind of be his own thing as long as it kind of fits in that universe. And, you know, it might even be pretty cool if, let's say, you know, you got game um, part one that came out and then let's say you had the movie come out and maybe it fills in like the part in between game one and game two. And it kind of, you know, pulls that story together. So it's yeah. its own unique story, but it still fits within the video game universe and even connects 
Mm-hmm. I think that could be mm-hmm. uh, that could be an interesting way to kind of connect the two universes. You know, are the two different um, the video game and the movie property together. Um, yeah. But but yeah, essentially, just kind of be its own unique thing, just because that way, you know, it, it, there's more stories to tell instead of just telling the same one we just played. Right. Yeah. And 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 it and it's cool because it just expands on it, right? You know, um, like with the Uncharted one, I believe that's supposed to be like a prequel of sorts, right? You know. To Nathan yeah. Drake in his earlier days, he's completely yeah. too young to be, you know. I mean, the character from the, we can, the game. Yeah, we can touch on that, and and that's a fair thing to discuss. But just the idea that they're going that route to say, "Hey, let's do that until that story," as opposed to telling like the first Uncharted story. It's like, oh yeah, we. I mean, it hasn't been that long enough to where we forgot the story, guys. I mean, you know, come on now. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's really good, kid. Actually. Uh, so, the question still stands. Movie. <laughs> what would be your favorite movie, kid? Yeah, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I know Seriously? that's a tough one. That's a tough one, man. I mean, it, I can't I, think of anything I, right now. I know that when that's isn't that terrible? Like we're over here advocating for more of these, and we can't even remember <laughs> what our favorite one was. Um, gosh. Well, I'm gonna throw yeah, mine out you there. You go ahead, so yeah, because maybe that'll give me an idea. Me. <laughs> but Tomb Raider did it correct. The first Tomb Raider, I think, was on point with how you can take a video game and transfer it into uh, the silver screen. You know what? I Yes, that's actually a good one, though. Because I actually felt the same way. And I remember thinking to myself, and I know people probably wouldn't believe this, but I remember when Tomb Raider had come out, and I think they were already like, having discussions, you know, like real small discussions about possibly it being coming a film. And I do remember in my mind thinking, man, you know, it'd be great. Angelina Jolie, that would be amazing. Oh, you actually Lord. thought her first. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I really did. And that was one of my cool things about me. Like, you know, coming up, I just always had this kind of, I'm not sure why I never went the route of being a casting agent, but you know, anyway, <laughs> but I just always know, but I saw that. I was like, oh, that would be so perfect. And when they did it, it just blew my mind. Uh, and maybe, and maybe that form of bias makes me kind of overlook some of the flaws in the movie. Sure. But I still thought it was really good and, you know, for what it was and that she did a really good job, you know, just bringing that character to life. So, so that's, I don't know. I might have to agree with you on that one, uh, Star. Okay. Cool. I really might have to. Yeah. Cause I can't think of nothing else. I mean, I would have said Mortal Kombat, but like I said, that uh, that kind of didn't age uh, really well. So nothing yet, kid. Uh, nah, I can't. Let's uh, give him some choices. You know, you got Mario Brothers you threw out there already. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that one. <laughs> uh, Do you see Doom? Oh, Doom's yes, that one. I see Doom. Doom. Doom was trash. <laughs> okay. I, oh, well, that hurts. Um, that hurts. You didn't you even know, like this. I agree, with, I agree with the kid on that. Oh, that. I figured you would. Everybody, everybody <laughs> says that. They're like, you know, I only got a handful of friends that actually, you know, with me on that. But you can't I mean even the scene with the first person <laughs> like camera view that doesn't do anything for your kid. No. I mean, it was cool, but the movie itself was just trash. <laughs> just a trash movie. I got you. I loved it, but you know, I understand. I do get that. Um, I, I guess. The Resident Evil movies, I did enjoy those. Thought it was pretty creepy when I was when I was a kid. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that would have been my other choice, honestly. But I just knew there was something else out there. I was like, nah, I think I like that a little bit more. Probably yes, but you know. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get more pretty soon. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah well, I'm, I'm curious about the the Netflix one. I, well, that's a movie, right? I mean, they're gonna do the release of that. I think it. I don't know if it's Netflix or both, but okay. I think they're doing it. At the, I think somebody's doing a TV show, and I think somebody's doing a movie. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's true. And doing everything. Okay, I know, right? <laughs> everything. So, but moving on to. Uh, the legal battle between good old Apple and Epic. And uh, we're not really going to talk much about uh, all of that, what's going on. You know, I'm interested to see how it turns out when it's all said and done. Um, what we want to touch on real quick is uh, the documents that came out that uh, weren't supposed to come out. And <laughs> Sony uh, is probably not very happy they came out. But basically, documents came out that um, basically... Sony hates crossplay so much that publishers actually have to pay Sony to uh, have them enable crossplay on their on their games, and uh, I think they're the only one to do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's you're crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yes. I mean, should should uh, console manufacturers should they demand money for crossplay? What y'all think? That's gonna be a hard no for me, but. I'll let I'll let I'll let Star uh you know lead the charge on that one. So here's my thing. What was Sony's argument as to why they had to charge for um giving games or giving their actual players access to other players on different platforms? They felt like they were losing money. Well the kids is their the original argument they came up with. Hmm. They basically I, their whole point was that if if it's crossplay then they they can't moderate other people's servers and that the kids would be in danger. Yeah, that was the. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. That I was the official that. lame excuse they put out that nobody yeah, believed like, in the world. Like years but but you, years you know ago. where they got that from though? They got that because of Nintendo. That, I mean, <laughs> they basically were trying to use a Nintendo line that this did not work for them. Yeah, and so Nintendo would now crossplay before them. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, like I said before, guys, you know Sony and their ego. You know they they honestly feel like everybody really should. And I know I'm probably putting this like you know way overboard, but maybe not. But just they feel that people should worship them, man. You know, like should go to them for everything. They should be heading to them for the exclusives and just just chomping at the bit to get the latest products that they put out i mean it's just that's just their mindset well, so yeah ahead, i'm sorry kid and, and you know I'll, I'll say this i think it also has to do kind of like what you were saying uh, with their ego and the fact that you know f- for the last generation the ps4 xbox one i think it's pretty clear playstation dominated that generation they mm-hmm. were the top top mm-hmm. dog mm-hmm. and so they were in a position where, where they didn't have to to do stuff like this because they were already winning <laughs> so I, I think if the roles were reversed I, I think if Microsoft was on top last generation I think we would probably have a similar conversation um, about how Microsoft didn't want to allow crossplay but because you know they were you know kind of down right now they, they needed to do as much as they could to say hey look we're here for you guys mm-hmm. um, and I think that's you know Sony's biggest thing is like we don't have to like, why would we? Yeah, you know, kind of like what Star was saying. What What are we getting from this? Nothing. Right, and that's what it came <laughs> down to. Yeah, well, that's what it came down to is what they were getting, and they just felt like the crossplay would uh, 
pretty much not guarantee that they would have the certain, I guess, you know, player base that they were anticipating for, you know, said release of a game. And so yeah. that's what they, and then, uh, you know, you can probably Google this. I don't, I can't even, I don't even remember what the uh, figures were, or the formula they worked, there was some weird formula they worked out that was based on sales that they hit the uh, third party developers with saying, if your, you know, game performs this kind of way, um, then you owe us this certain cut, you know, that revenue or something like that. It was, it was really just strange. I mean, I, I'm sure it was a pretty simple formula, but I just, <laughs> I looked at it, I was like, oh, I had to keep myself from throwing up, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is sad. Like, it is really sad, man. You know, and I, I don't want to cry, uh, what was me for the publishers, because, you know, most publishers have so much money, it's insane to think about. But Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, could, could you imagine being a publisher and putting your game on Sony's platform, and they're like, all right, cool, so we'll take a cut for the game you just sold. Oh, mm-hmm. you sell microtransactions? We're going to take a cut of that. Oh, mm-hmm. you want crossplay? Yeah, we'll take a cut of that as well. Like, yeah. God yeah. dang, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and then <laughs> the, and the, the music industry been doing it years for the artists, so, I mean, Sony <laughs> is in the music industry. So. <laughs> they kind of took liberties from that, right? Right. Probably where they got that formula from. <laughs> I mean, they probably just called the uh, downstairs, be like, hey, how do you stole that money from TLC? Yeah, we need to use that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jeez, man. It's so crazy, man. I just, yeah, it just makes me sick. And, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but this might be one of the reasons why most, uh, you know, we don't have more crossplay games out there because pe- people don't want to pay, you know? <laughs> yeah. Especially uh, for developers. Because not every developer is AAA, so, you know, you, you know, they do have to consider these things budget-wise, so... Yeah. yeah. Now, I was going to say, mind you, now, crossplay was never on anyone, like, for the three companies, let's say Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. That wasn't on their, their that wasn't their language. That wasn't their talking points. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. only because of the the consumers. That was, we, we, us, we were like, you know, with the technology we have today, how come... I have to buy this game on four or three different platforms mm-hmm. just so I can play with my friends. Right. And because enough of us made this argument online, that's when the developers are like, we can do that. Yeah. It's, but it's going to be up to Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony to play play fair and play, play nice. Yeah. And so Microsoft and Nintendo was like, we can play nice. You know, yeah, Nintendo's. Man, I mean, Nintendo's not even in, and, and Nintendo gets nothing out of this. Nintendo's always been its own little ecosystem, so it's not. It, it already said they no longer compete with the other two. Mm-hmm. So all they wanted to do was make their actual um, customers happy. Um, Microsoft, I think their agenda was, oh, we are almost in last place. We need to do something to 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 give us some type of visibility again. So they're using this in a way to make them look good. Mm-hmm. Sony, on the other hand, knows that Microsoft is doing this to make themselves look good, and they know that Nintendo technically doesn't have to do this. So they don't really have any other reason to do it at all. They don't want to help Microsoft out. No. <laughs> so they don't have no reason. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to stop paying for my PlayStation Plus. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so they they don't have a they don't have any actual reason to be forced into doing this right now, unless a lawsuit kicks in and makes them do it. Yeah, so it's I'm glad it's uh kind of like you were saying, Star, that it, it's 
craziest we're just now getting into this and i'm happy we are getting into it mm-hmm. finally um it's just crazy how long it took but i'm glad we're starting to get more games into it and hopefully uh now that this document has come out sony kind of backpedals of that on that mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. a lot more publishers to kind of maybe want to hop in on this because it is a it is a a, a good thing because yeah, man, it's not fun buying it on Xbox, but hey, I want to play with my friends on PC or I want to play with my friends on PlayStation. It's, it's, it's not fun. Definitely. I'll definitely. say this as, as a prediction because everything is trying to go towards digital. If Sony is not careful, Sony will be one of the first to go because people will remember this. And when you no longer are making your money off of physical games, you're making your money off of digital. Once people can just pirate these, because again, it's digital. Once people could figure out a way to stream these games and, and, and take them the way that, you know, they technically used to copy off of CDs, no one needs to pay for PlayStation Plus anymore. Or nobody needs to care about a company that did not try their best to, to meet the needs of the consumers. Right, like, they we won't consumer for, friendly. Yeah, yeah we, we will not forget this. And they can go the way of Sega. I mean, they probably start still developing games, but they probably won't have. The support for the consoles no more nah that's done but you know it's uh i'm glad you kind of bring it up because that does lead us into our final topic of the day and basically um it's kind of what you were just saying basically uh ubisoft announced that for their uh big triple a games they are now leaning more toward leaning more towards doing free-to-play games for these big triple mm-hmm. A IPs that they have, you know, your Assassin's Creed, your Far Cry, um, what's uh, the Division? I think is the first one they they really announced being a, a new free to play game coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it is interesting to see these company or to see Ubisoft do it, and I'm curious to see if other companies follow suit with this. Right. Um, my, it, you, you know. On one hand, I'm ha- I'm kind of glad that they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna make the game free to play," because the way some of these bigger companies monetize the game anyway, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was always a sticking so, point. And and that's kind of been like one of my like personal rules. It's just like if I pay sixty bucks for this game, I'm not paying you for any microtransactions. Yeah, that's that's insane. I'm not right. I'm not doing it. I've already paid you for this game. Right. So, and like Ubisoft games, EA games, you know, Activision, I I, I don't spend any more money. I pay for the game and I'm done. Mm. So it's it's kind of nice to see them make free to play games now if this is what they're going to do because hey, I don't have to give you 60 bucks or 70 bucks up front. I can mm. just click download, play it, and if I like it, here's 10 bucks for a skin. Here's 30 bucks for a mount, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I do like that a little bit more or hey, I don't really give you anything. I, I'm fine just being free as it is. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah. I have a concern though. Yep. There um, we go. If you're gonna do, uh, I'm just saying, if you're gonna do free to play, who's gonna govern how much certain things cost with a paywall? Like if 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 you are saying to me that you know the game is free, but if you want this gun, this gun will cost five dollars why does that gun cost five dollars like who's creating the value to these to these these things they are selling or these transactions they're selling in the game like are they going to make it fair or are they going to make it to where they're going to try to make more money off of you because it's free to play 
Yeah, well, they had to do that now. <laughs> well, they do, but you know, and I'm glad you shared that concern, um, Star, because and that's why I was kind of making a noise like, here we go, because I really didn't want to go into the concerns that I know people would have, and even I have, um, and that was a good part of it. What you said um, is the regular. Now, mind you, games have, like kids said, the game industry they've always been regulating things the way they see fit. You know, oh, you want that special scope, two dollars. You know. And most people like us will look at it like, well, really? Like, why? It's just it's in-game stuff. Like, why is that $2? But they can just say, well, because, you know, we made it. And that's what we're setting it as. Maybe it costs us, you know, money to do yeah. that. You know, you know, so they, I'm just trying to say all that because they've always kind of done that anyway. Um, but to lean more into what you're saying, that was a big concern of mine to me look at the free-to-play because they already hinder you know, like the $60 price tag games now, as it is with when it comes to progression. Um, but you can at least argue that they make it grindy, but I mean, as grindy as that make it, you still can complete, you can completely go through the progression. Like you can completely level up your characters um, right. to the max levels. My thing is, okay, but free to play, what if they start saying, oh, you know what? Normally you would have went to like, you know, max level 90 but now you only can do 10 unless you pay like extra for like a expansion part or something else so right that definitely was a concern with me thinking deeply about it is you know could that be one of the things that they do uh could they find other ways to kind of further restrict your access to certain parts of the game that normally would have come with the 60 dollars price tag you know what i mean so it's it's a really complicated matter man and, I, and, and it's already polarizing you know there's a lot of people who are definitely taking it, you know, in a really, really bad tone because they're just looking at all the negative parts of it, which is, is totally, totally understandable. Um, but then you do have people who are looking on the optimistic side saying, well, I mean, it kind of is what we were kind of leading towards anyway. You know, like kid said, I'm paying 60 bucks for this game, but then you're like, no, but pay extra for all these other things. And it's like, but I paid you 60 bucks. Like, why am I feeling like this is a bare bones game? where I have to pay extra money to get a full experience. And so now yeah. this is kind of an answer to that to say, oh, well, you know, and I, and I know that's how the game companies are going to spin it, especially Ubisoft. That's probably going to spin it. Well, look, guys, you were complaining this whole time we were charging full price and all these microtransactions, but here, here's our solution, free to play. And now you, you can choose to do microtransactions whether you want, you know, want to or not. And so hmm. it is tough. It's tough because... In a way, you're looking at like, oh, you slide devil. You're giving us what we're asking for. But now, knowing you as Ubisoft, you're going to do some really shady stuff with it. And that's where we're having an issue with. See, the good thing is that even if they do all this shady stuff, mm -hmm. they're being free to play. You check it out. You play it. Oh, mm -hmm. wait a minute. You got to do this. You got to do that. Yeah. Eh, uninst uninstall. Which is yeah, but what, what, what if you actually like the game, but you still mm -hmm. don't like their practice? You don't like the mm. business practice, so you still don't like you. You are hurting yourself because you're taking a stance because you don't want to pay for the extra content because it's free to play, but you actually like the game. So that's I mean, going to be the conflict with me. If I mm. like the game, but I don't like the actual trans microtransactions, should I punish myself and not play the game at all, or am I going to just settle and just pay for whatever other? parts of the game that has to get unlocked with my money 
Because you know, they, you know the full game is going to be free to play. There's going to be a paywall to, to, to the expansion, or a paywall for the characters. There's going, to be, there's going to be ways they're going to make more than $60 off of you in the first two months. So I'm going to let Kid go, but there's a point I want to make on that. But go ahead, Kid. I'm sorry. Let's see about, the thing is, they already do that now. Like, the biggest example I know that kind of comes up is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, which I really enjoy the game. I think gameplay is fun. You know, the graphics are beautiful, all that good stuff. But the, <laughs> the problem is, is they created that artificial grind where um, once you hit a certain point in the game to continue the main story quest, you either have to go grind out some levels to get better gear and, and equipment and stuff, or you're just going to get screwed, guy. God, I can't remember how many times I complained to BP about it, and <laughs> I even stopped playing the game because I couldn't get anywhere because all the quests were like four, five, six levels higher than me, and they would like one-shot me. When I finally kind of went back to the game, the only way I could actually play it without opening, well, I say the only way I could play it is by turning it all the way down to easy and just kind of, you know, just kind of not even. I really wasn't even breezing through because they were still so much higher level. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that even with that. They were still pushing you towards the store because guess what they were selling in the store? Experience and gold boost. Mm, um, that's crazy. Yeah. And so, and so, sure, will they do these crazy things in their free-to-play game? Absolutely. But the good thing is, is that like, well, hey, I didn't have to spend that upfront price tag. Mm-hmm. Um, and and depending on and, and and this is where my big contention is going to come from is what they monetize and how much. But you know, if it, if this was, let's say, Assassin's Creed was free to play, and mm-hmm. they were charging ten, twenty bucks for the gold and experience boost, I would be much more happier doing that than spending sixty, then spending the ten or twenty for the boost. Um, you know, I, I'd rather save my sixty if I can, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just buy the parts that I would want to buy to make my experience a little bit, quote unquote, better. Because, like I said, they're unfortunately they're already doing this stuff now. It's just you have to spend sixty bucks to even try it. Whereas if it's free to play, I can at least see what they're doing, and then from there decide if I want to open up my wallet or not. Yeah. And and so on that note, uh, I I want to talk about the risk of that, right? You know, for Ubisoft, and because the thing is, you have fan base now that are carrying that distrust over from the normal. Um, no, the normal um, way they're doing it now, where you know they're doing the sixty dollars price tag games, um, mm-hmm. and you have the people who have that distrust because they've gone through it, where they paid that money and then oh, you got to pay the ten dollar, you know, for the boost or you know to increase your level or to get you know faster level uh, upgrades. So people are carrying that notion already in their minds, and so now this free to play thing, they're going to automatically, you know, what do you think they're going to do with that? They're going to carry that over to that aspect as well saying oh well that's i can clearly tell us what you're going to go with and make that as your excuse of the free-to-play aspect so um i say all that because it's pretty risky for them when you compare them to you know compared to what they're going to do versus like fortnite and you know warframe right because what do you have with those you don't necessarily have a great big push for like the microtransactions as, as much, you know, it's something you can jump into and have so much fun. And the thing is, people have so much fun with it that they're willing to throw money at it and say, oh, actually, I want to look cool. I want this cosmetic. I want this whatever item. And so I think the concern there, and I say risky for Ubisoft, is because if they're going to go into it thinking, hey, it was free to play. Everybody's going to come in and be OK with it. And they'll be willing to spend all this money for the XP, XP boost and 
all that. They might not find that that's the case because people would be like, no, look, we were willing to spend the money on these other things like, you know, Fortnite Warframe because you can clearly tell the developers had the fun in mind. They had the game experience in mind and that would generate enough goodwill to where we'd want to spend money for them just to show our support. Whereas Ubisoft, you can they they would be seen more as an exploitative practice. Like, oh, I know you just want me in here so you can just rob me blind. So, I think it's very risky if if I'm being honest. So it really kind of depends on how they're going to go about it. You know, are they going to change that whole market up or that whole scheme up to where they reflect it more like a hey, just come play it and enjoy yourself and then just spend money if you really having a good time, or are they going to keep up with what they're doing now? So. <laughs> you- doing that <laughs> hey you know i'm just saying so that's i think that's where a lot of the concern comes from and also concerns about what this means for other companies you know because let's say it does get very successful and this is the new norm that they've helped push other companies see that and they want to do it too there are concerns that people have about single player experiences for example you know if more and more studios start wanting to get behind that what does that mean for that future you know, of those, I mean, you know, for those people who want to just experience the single player, don't care about the multiplayer battle royale aspects. Can I say this? Yeah. What to me, what destroyed the music industry was the fact that artists became more about making money than they were about making music. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the video game industry, when you have companies are more concerned about again making money than making the games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be to the point where we gonna, there's going to be no more fun factor because there's going to be no more soul in these games. These games are going to be baseless. Like They will just be there so that you can buy things out of it. That's not fun. The idea that I'm in this game so I can buy stuff, that's soulless. That's, there's, there's no fun factor in that. And in the, in the, uh, the item that I'm buying that they claim is going to make the game more fun, mm-hmm. no. Someone just bought a better item that makes my item obsolete, so I need mm. to buy another item. So the, the game is going to be designed to keep you buying stuff. That's not going to be fun. So I'm not, I'm not cool with free to play on consoles. Mm-hmm. Maybe on mobile, maybe on PC, but consoles are supposed to be its own thing, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be based on the idea of a full game, a full experience. That if they decide to make a DLC, fine. But mm. the microtransaction thing. The, it's getting worse, and I may end up at some point not playing games anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just imagine movies, man. Just imagine sitting in the movie, and if you want to see a 4K version of this movie, you pay extra fine. It's the same movie, but I'm just paying more for that feature. What yeah, I am I paying for in this free-to-play? Like, what's, what's this money going to make? this game do like it's not going to do anything different with the storyline it's not going to do anything different with the gameplay it's all about just what can we get you to buy mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not about that i'm not about just throwing money i mean just on things that because the game i play i may play for maybe two years mm-hmm. i'm not going to spend two hundred dollars in the game that should just cost me sixty dollars for a two-year experience i'm nah i mean I mean, that's that's a good point. I mean, honestly, because you look at and that's mainly the issue people took with or take with, you know, the sports titles. Right. You know, because it's a yearly thing. And like you said, you end up if you look back at it and say you got heavily involved in 
you know, just playing and having the experience in it, and you spend all this money, well, guess what? Next year, it's completely obsolete. Absolutely. And there's $300 and $400 down the drain because none of it's transferable. So, I mean, that's, that's a good point. That's a really good point, honestly. I'll say uh, the one thing, well, one of the things that they could do to uh, kind of kill it for me is um, if they do this for, like, their single-player games, and if they start to say, okay, well, you can play the first three levels for free. <laughs> oh, Everything yeah. else you got to buy. That's mm-hmm. $5 for this level, $5 for that level. That That is where you're losing me. But if it's just mm-hmm. more of basically what they have now, except, hey, you can play it for free. Here's mm-hmm. a store if you want some stuff. I'm fine with that. If it stays kind of what it is like now, single player and like the multiplayer games. Yeah, just um, mainly cos- cosmetics that you're buying. Yeah. Cosmetics and boosts, fine. And boosts, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. But when they start now chopping away at the game and saying, okay, well, this part of the game will be 10 bucks, that part will be 30 bucks. Nah, I'd rather just spend 60 and buy the game at that point. <laughs> yeah. Can we can um, we all agree on just one thing, though? That maybe Ubisoft is probably not the best example of a company to do the free-to-play push no they're not yeah, i was <laughs> just thinking about that i was like you know i was kind of throwing in my mind like what would be the best companies that we would look at to say you know what yeah we can see that working and then others that are like nah you know like well like you said earlier i think and i think most people agree one of the best free-to-play models out there mm-hmm. is warframe yeah uh, yeah. I think hands down, absolutely. I don't think I, I'm scared right. to get back into that game because it's <laughs> I'm so behind. It's but... changed a lot from what I hear. It's, it's definitely has changed a lot, but it's still. But I would agree, but I still okay. hear it's great. You know, you know what I mean. That it, I've not heard anybody really go on record to say, "Oh, this is the worst game." They've completely ruined everything with their shady monetary practices. I just never heard that. You know, yeah. and, and I mean that game's been around, man. I, yeah. I mean, so that's just a testament. So, like and you said, on top kid, of yeah. On top of that, they they actually know when to take stuff back because there was a story a couple of years ago where I think uh, one of the pets that you can get, they uh, you could get a uh, different dye colors for the pet. And um, there was a story. Uh, there was a guy who apparently uh, it was like fifty cent or something to get rerolls or mm. to get this color he was trying to get, and he did it like two hundred times in a day or like some crazy Whoa. big number. And the developers, they actually saw that, and they were like, whoa, this can actually be addicting. And they actually took that out. Like, they changed that because they did not want people to to continue that. <laughs> and see, wow. and that's awesome. You know, that's and that's what I'm, and that's why they have such goodwill because they just have that means yeah. of um, just a good, just a good level of responsibility, you know, and, and accountability. Like, oh, snap, yeah. you know, this it's not they're good, making let's... they're already making money so they don't have to damage they don't have players. to gouge them yes <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and why would they right they, they already know that that goodwill is bringing them you know a, exactly. a good fortune so i mean why abuse it and they and you know they they, they cared i mean they saw mm-hmm. that that yeah. was that was unhealthy like that could lead to addiction and they saw that in one person they yeah. knew that could be more than one person and they were like yeah let's let's and and they and they were quick with it it was like within a short time span they took that feature out like yeah 
Yeah. Ubisoft would never. No. EA would no. never. Oh, EA. No, <laughs> no they would, would never, never remove their surprise packages. They would never surprise, you know, some surprise mechanics or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, no. no. Was, they, would, yeah. they would double down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. They doing they it now. They're doing it now. Bigger surprises now. Yeah. Yeah, they're oh, doing it now. Oh, he did it 200 times a day? Let's make him do it 400 now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, it's like perfectly healthy. You know, we'll, we, happy. Hey, we put we put out little small disclaimers to explain that you know there's some dangers to it. You know, a little, no, it's a it's a small print on the, on the cover. You know, you have to look closely with a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's, it's there. They'll they'll pull an Activision and they'll release the game without microtransactions, Crash uh, Bandicoot racing, and then a few months later they'll put it on there after the game has already been printed and they can't add it onto the back of the case anymore. Uh, how sickening, man. Jesus. Sneaky, sneaky. Mm. Man, that makes me sick. Great publishers out here, man. They are, they are phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely. Jeez, so, but but it's uh, it's interesting to see Ubisoft take this approach. And I know we kind of talked about other companies, but as of right now, I don't believe any other big ones have announced that they're going to follow suit. Um, I think they're going to let Ubisoft test the waters. Yeah, they're going to test the money waters they can make. Mm. But uh, this um. This might be the new norm going forward. We'll have to kind of wait and see. Yeah, Man, they, wait and see. The industry has fallen. <laughs> Unfortunately, man, they just all they want is that money. Yeah, just sad it's all market they care about these days. I know it's truly sad. But I mean, again, if this saves me from having to spend that sixty bucks, depending on what else they do, I might be a little bit happy. Yeah. I don't know about Let's that, see. man. But I spend Let's sixty see. bucks. I research what I'm paying sixty <laughs> bucks on. Like I don't ever really feel like I wasted money when I buy something because I actually will do research. That's why I didn't buy Anthem. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I didn't buy the Avengers yeah. game. I mean, Ooh. it's like I, I've done the research. I know my money is not no no made out of out of trees. I ain't gonna grow, so I need to be careful on what I'm spending it on. And so. As a responsible consumer, twenty percent of the time, I'm not going to. Yeah, that's. It's just ridiculous that they are looking at taking more money from a populace that's currently already struggling with other financial issues due to the current, you know, climate that we're in with COVID, and they're just sitting back thinking, "Hmm, how much more can we get out of them?" That's this. This is evil. It's twenty percent. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go on record now of my silence uh, based on <laughs> Star mentioning about buying and I am not buying Anthem. Um, uh, yeah, uh. I just wish we all could say that. Uh, <laughs> you know, just little fun fact there. I actually, <laughs> I actually bought it for a kid uh, thinking, yeah, you know, it might be something fun that he'll enjoy. And yeah. Yeah. How long have you played that, kid? What was the amount of time uh, you spent on that? Probably less than five hours. Maybe. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> and that I means felt, you played the whole game right there. In the main, I've never. I, I, I'll tell you this. I've never felt so bad in buying a gift for somebody before um, than yeah. I did at that moment. Like I was like, ah, hey, one well, job. Kids should, <laughs> kids should feel worse because he regifted it. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, it was. Uh, who would have known? Yeah, I mean, you would have thought, I, I, you know, I would have I seen some of the signs, but I was oh, just okay. like, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe it, it could turn it around. Maybe it could be really a good thing. And it has some cool concepts. It really did. It's just, 
Yeah. One of the dumbest concepts is the fact that the the I'm not sure we even call them anymore. Are they still Titans. What what, what do they call those suits that they have? I can't tell you. Oh, the Javelins. Javelins. That's right. Javelins. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that they have to recharge to fly. Like you yes. made a flying game that I have to stop flying in. Like yeah. come on. <laughs> that, uh, come that was on. Definitely one of my biggest gripes. <laughs> That they did that, that whole mechanic was just poorly implemented and um nah, should not have been in the game. <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> yeah, they got backlash on that one. So, but I just thought of another movie, and I'm, I mean, I, I can end it with that. Silent Hill was <laughs> done oh, I love perfectly. that. I love that. You know, it's funny. People, there's people who didn't like it though, which was weird. Well, they don't understand movies, and that's oh, okay. <laughs> Let the record show. Star Child says that y'all do not know movies. I need y'all to get on your game, step your game up, and learn about these things. That's funny. Well, yeah, uh, that was my only little thing to say because I know that we are about to end the show. So, and just for the record, the first Silent Hill movie, you know, the first, we, yeah, yeah, we're not, yeah, yeah, we're not talking about the second one, you know that. That shouldn't that, be that shouldn't that be didn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, not at all. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, all right. Nobody want. Okay, I'll speak then. Yeah, well, it's uh, on you. Oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, didn't know if we were wrapping up and calling it a night or what. Yeah. <laughs> want to thank everybody for taking some time out of their very busy schedule to listen to us ramble about crazy stuff for just a little bit oh yeah absolutely thank you we can't thank you enough guys really 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 appreciate y'all yeah we appreciate you we love you and we want you to stay safe absolutely i like that i like that it's really sweet star child i know right wasn't it sincere didn't you feel that like just deep down hey you're killing the mood now (laughs) 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 we're getting too mushy my bad sorry sorry guys (laughs) so well, uh, I think until next time, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. So, you know, pray all of us be awake for the next episode. That's oh, all I'm going to say. Oh, buddy. <laughs> little, little shots there, but, you know, it'll be all right. Yeah, that, that shot's fired. <laughs> so, all righty. All right, y'all take care. Let's get it. All right. Peace. Be good. <laughs>